Welcome to the latest Chamber podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing all things Litchfield, including some of the exciting developments that are taking place in the area, investment opportunities and initiatives that are going on to promote the city and the wider district. My name is Paul Faulkner. I'm Chief Executive at the Greater Birmingham Chambers of Commerce. I'm Ian Eady. I'm the Deputy Leader of Litchfield District Council. Doug Pullum, Leader of Litchfield District Council. Craig Jordan, Head of Economic Growth and Development. Thank you. So, so guys, I mean, no, Litchfield's in the midst of shaping its future right now with a uh, detailed master planning exercise. Can you sort of tell us a little bit you know, about that and what you see as being the, the future vision for Litchfield? Uh, I think it's really important that we recognise that as a historic city, we still need to uh, serve our residents. So what we've uh, engaged David Locke Associates to do is to help us try and look at what needs to be put where. Um, so they've identified four key sites. Uh, one, obviously, is the Birmingham Road site that I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, they've uh, identified one of our main car parks. Is there something better we can do with that? Because it's got fantastic views that look out onto uh, Minsterpool uh, and Litchfield Cathedral, which uh, everybody should take the opportunity to visit if they can. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we've got a site by uh, Staffordshire University. Uh, and again, that offers some great opportunities, perhaps for some business startup units if we were to uh, locate them there. Uh, and really, it's about trying to bring Litchfield on so that it's for people who can work here, live here, um, even though we're, we're a fantastic destination to get into Birmingham uh, and indeed to jump the train down to work in London as well. So, so how transformational do you think that the master planning exercise could be and, and how, how necessary is it right now? I think that's a really good point that actually, as Ian said, we... we we do have a, a historic heart to Litchfield and actually whilst long term this might truly transform Litchfield we really want to make sure that it evolves gradually and organically so the way that Litchfield has been built up over centuries has led to beautiful cafe and restaurant quarters it's led to beautiful courtyards and streets and it is a wonderful place that people want to come and visit want to walk around and spend time and linger in what we certainly don't want to do is come and put in a whacking great development in the middle of everything in one big go that revolutionises Litchfield in a very short amount of time but actually uh, disregards that that historic heritage that we've built up over a long time. So we are looking for a, an organic evolution uh, rather than a revolution. So and it's, it's, it's playing to the strengths, I guess, if you want to sort of call it that, of the, the city because the, you know, the, the historic nature, uh, I mean, you mentioned, you know, the, yeah. the cathedral but you know, there's obviously, you know, sort of much, much more in, uh, in addition. It is clearly very very important but i suppose that's the point of of a planning exercise isn't it so that you can evolve in the right way it is it's a, it, it's about trying to make sure that we can deliver what everybody needs um there's a historic building over by Stowpool that was recently renovated uh, and that's created uh, five separate office units in there uh, and businesses from outside the district have all come and taken them uh, and we know from the feedback that we're getting that we need to provide a lot more opportunities for businesses. The ones that are here in Litchfield and are growing are crying out for, for the space that they need to be based in. As much as we've got a, a very high uh, success rate for startup businesses in the district. So we've got to create the space for everybody, whether they're starting, whether or not they're growing. Or indeed, we've got some larger employers here as well. So we know, as, as Doug said, we need to ha make this evolve 
so that anybody who wants to base the business in Litchfield or in our district as a whole, because we've got different component parts, yeah. um, has the space that they need to go into, apart from the obvious one of people being able to live and work here. I mean, from the council's point of view, then, what, what are the main employment objectives and plans for facilitating growth. I don't know, Craig, is that your sort of... Uh, One of the things that we, we recognise is that we need to um, make uh, Litchfield, as a district, uh, a more sustainable location. So we want to encourage a more diversified employment base than we previously had. We have some very good, strong factors which mean that we are attractive to the warehouse logistics sectors, which is great, and we want to continue that good working relationship that we do have with those, uh, with that sector and those people in, engaged in that industry. But we also need to recognise that um, there's more to life than, than just warehouse logistics, yeah. and we need to, con you know, build upon that and bring in new kinds of employment to uh, to consolidate what we have but also to grow because as Ian and Doug have said we need to uh, ensure that we're not complacent and that we do build and grow our employment base so we're looking at new opportunities we're looking at bringing forward new office uh, floor space within the centre and consolidating what we have. You know as um, working practices are constantly sort of shifting and evolving and I guess you know environment become is becoming you know, ever increasingly important to uh, to em employees and employers as well, you know, because they want to retain and and attract talent. Is that where the historic side of the city becomes almost like a unique selling point, and sort of why it's important to retain that as well? Yes, I mean, go going going back to the, the those five employers who've decided to move into the district, yeah. um, ha having had the opportunity to go and view the work that was carried out on, on the premises. They've got a view of, of the Cathedral of Water that, that, with the greatest will in the world, if you're in Birmingham, you're looking at another building. Mm. Out here, you can go out at lunchtime or, or, you know, coming to work, going to work. You're walking in a historic city yeah. uh, with, with fantastic views, fantastic opportunities to go and get something to eat, spend the evening, etc. And we just want to make sure that, that we offer the opportunity as much for anybody who wants to come here but also the other side of the people that, that live here just now. We know that over a quarter of our residents travel out of the district on a daily basis for work. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking about, obviously, uh, the environment and travelling, etc., as everybody changes their working patterns, we've got to make sure that people who, who choose to set their home in yeah. Litchfield have the opportunity to work in Litchfield without some flexible working or employers moving into the area that means they could come and work where they live. I was going to say, I mean, we're sort of seeing flexible working uh, growing now massively, sort of so. And I suppose, as you say, if, if people make a, almost a life choice that actually the benefits of being able to, to walk to work or you know, just have a very, very short commute, uh, and we know that getting around the region isn't necessarily the easiest right now, that becomes increasingly attractive, isn't it? I think Litchfield's uniquely placed. We've got excellent rail links to, to both London, as, as Ian said, and, and into Birmingham and to further afield as well. We've got, as as you said, um, absolutely, it's a, a lifestyle choice, I think, to come and to live and work and to be an employer in Litchfield. Um, the days of, of commuting an hour to go and work in a in a sort of soulless business park um, where there's nothing to do at lunchtime, I, th I think, are... Uh, uh, maybe going into the past now um, and actually we see a lot of employers wanting to come to Litchfield so their, so their staff can go and get something to eat, can go to the supermarket, can go to the post office, can buy the gifts but whilst doing it in a, in a historic um, cathedral city as well.
Now, Ian, you mentioned the uh, the Birmingham Road and sort of the, the southern gateway mm. quarter as, as part of the uh, the master planning exercise. I mean, tell us a little bit more about the plans you know, around the Birmingham Road area. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a site that the council have looked at for for longer than I can remember in terms of what sort of scheme they could deliver on there. Um, obviously, the face of retail has changed as more and more people are using online shopping. And it's therefore coming up with, I guess, to a certain extent, a modern scheme yeah. that delivers uh, you know, what was once upon the time, which was what people were able to live in their city centre. They were able to work in their city centre. They were able to shop uh, and spend their leisure time. And it's really about using the space that the council has actually acquired in, in terms of different land holdings to deliver that up. Um, so very much, obviously, uh, David Locke Associates, who are doing the master plan for us just now, um, they've drawn up some really interesting ideas. Um, and whilst we're out consulting on it, I hope we get lots of views from, from visitors, from our residents, from our employers, as to how that space is put to use and what they would like to see. And what are the sort of the timeframes involved with this? When, when do you sort of think things might come to fruition? And I know that it's going to, how long's a piece of string, I'm sure, but... The um, the, co- the consultation will run to just about the end of January. Yeah. Uh, David Locke will then obviously work up the responses that they've got, uh, and we expect to see obviously their final report coming back to us end of March, beginning of April, at which point obviously it will be down to Doug and I to make sure that we, we, we push Craig as hard as we can to get that delivered by, well, <laughs> May? Yeah. That's right. And then, of course, what we need to do then is, uh, subject to the council being happy with the master plan, is start to work up the some of the detail. You know, So in terms of the, the implementation, it does depend on what's being said, what the council wants to do. Some of the serious questions that the council will have to ask itself is what role it wants to play yeah. going forward in terms of the sites that it owns, whether it wants to um, join up with other parties to deliver things or whether it wants to go ahead and develop them itself. Um, investment is an issue as well, and that will be something which will be a, a very serious concern too. Yeah, that's something that, that is very striking um, to myself, and I suppose sort of through the, the our Litchfield and Tamworth sort of chamber, and we see it, is just how, um, I guess, forward-thinking and progressive the council here is, and, and sort of intimately involved. And, I mean, do you see the role being quite significant going forward in driving this? Or yeah. I think there's a vibrancy around, and yeah. I think there's a desire on the part of the members to really push things forward. I think one of the things is that whilst Litchfield is seen as a very attractive place, as a district and, and a city, uh, we can't be complacent. Uh, we've seen that you know the most attractive places are suffering from changes in the, the retail market. Yeah. Of course, uh, consumer lifestyles changes are taking place. It's impacting them on everywhere. So we need to be conscious of that in terms of our plans. They need to be realistic. They need to be delivered but we can't stop looking and being positive and going forward. And that's again where I'd imagine some of the historic assets that, that are here must be a, a, a benefit and a, and a bonus because there's, there's sort of more to more to play with, I suppose. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's an interesting question. We're sitting here in, in Litchfield District's council house. Um, the council has changed uh, over the years. Yeah. It doesn't need all the space that it's sitting in. So it's the obvious one of turning around and saying, well, what can we do in terms of the empty office space? Can we create one hub where lots of councils come together, uh, different services all under one shop? Could we look at obviously opening it up and becoming a serviced office provider? Because that's, that's largely missing in, in Litchfield yeah. at this point in time. 
um, there is some historic parts to it. So certainly, obviously, what the master plan outlines is um, that, that Doug will lose his office and it'll become a wedding venue. So, you know, there's lots of opportunities. Well, we're starting it right now. And you know what? It's uh, If I wasn't already married, then I'd certainly consider uh, tying the knot in here. It's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful space. I mean, there's lots also going on um, in terms of sort of marketing the city and, and just, you know, general sort of promotional activities, highlighting all that is going on here. And that sort of happens, you know, throughout the year with the, the, the various sort of festivals, the cathedral, um, etc. I mean, tell us a little bit around around those and, and how you see that developing and evolving in, in you know, 2020 and beyond. Yeah, if we look at our Visit Litchfield branding, um, we're very lucky in the sense that we, we've badged ourselves as the city of festivals uh, and, and people come here uh, and they have a great experience. Uh, we have about 130,000, if not more, visitors come in for our main food yeah, festival. Uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, we, we've... You know, nicked a few ideas uh, we, we've got a, a grub club that runs as well just as it does obviously down sort of Digbeth area um, and it's really fantastic to see the visitor economy what we've got to do and obviously in terms of you mentioned uh, marketing and promotion we've got to try and turn those day visitors into short stay visitors try and make sure that we put Litchfield on the map as anybody would think of maybe well would you go to Oxford would you go to Chester mm -hmm. uh, where might you go for a very nice short break yeah. um, we know we've got so much to offer in Litchfield and, and the district whether you want to go to the NMA whether or not you want to go and uh, go on Chasewater Railway uh, go and visit Chasewater Park or, or, or anywhere else in our district we've so much to offer we've just got to get past being being the hidden secret in the Midlands uh, and try and do some more to uh, raise our own profile. Yeah, and do you sort of feel, um, I mean, how how challenging is that to do and to sort of get the elbows out, I suppose, and, um, you know, because it's, uh, it's a beautiful city. It's funny, I mean, I like to feel I'm doing my bit. I brought my, my father-in-law, who's actually from Chester, down here, and he's, a, um, believe it or not, a church organist, and so we were able to um, get him into the cathedral and to have a, a bash on the organ there. And again, this was somebody who's been all over the country, never been to, to Litchfield, and uh, certainly over Christmas is telling me what a, what a convert he is. And it does feel that if you can get people here, then you know they'll they'll start to almost tell the story you know, for you won't they it is a challenge because again whilst i think members of society within staffordshire are well known um the, you know litchfield is seen as a jewel in the crown um it is very localized and we did some uh, marketing uh, research about a year ago which established that outside of the the west midlands litchfield is not that well known which is something that we need to address through the marketing and the and the um, the promotional literature that we're putting out there and the media that we're using. So it is important that we get the messages out there that this is a place that is there to do business. People want to come here. That we have got attractive facilities, and it's somewhere where people would want to invest. I mean, sort of to to wrap up. I mean, what are the key takeaway messages then to to people listening in, and particularly you know business owners or people who are looking to either um, grow their their operations? I mean, what what can 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 we offer here, and what, what's the message you want to leave to to, to our listeners around Litchfield and what's happening? I think it's a simple one of saying you know you want to be here. Um, 
without a shadow of a doubt. And, and, and if you don't believe me, uh, we'll shortly be launching uh, a couple of short videos. One that if you want to come here and, and just see what it's like for a visit, you'll be able to do that. Most importantly, I think for the business community, we'll also have a, a business orientated one that will show you what it means for your business if you came and based it in our district and what's the support What's, what's the infrastructure that's there and how can we make you uh, a very welcome home to grow? I, th I think from, as Ian said, if you can't wait to see the video, then I think for the price of about £5, you can be here within half an hour from the, the yeah. city centre of Birmingham. Come and have a look for yourself. Come and visit us here at the District Council House. Come and have a chat with our with our development team. Come and have a walk around the cathedral, the pools, the parks, the shops, and see for yourself. Have some lunch. Um, might even take you out for a, a, a Greg's vegan steak bake uh, and, <laughs> and, and, we can <laughs> and, and we can show you what here what is here that we've got a, a number of fantastic businesses um, who are growing rapidly um, tremendous amount of investment investment coming into the city and with the master plan that we've just talked about uh, a hell of a lot more investment coming over the years to come as well I think you know just to, to wrap up from uh, again an observation from myself you know the the, the proactive um attitude that, that exists amongst the councils really refreshing we've seen that i think and um benefited from that that with the chamber there's a real sense of partnership sort of building and again it's not just on sort of the uh, some of the obvious activities that people might might think of but i know you've got very involved with uh, the future faces chamber of commerce and helping to sort of promote Litchfield as a place where you know you're a young professional you can you can develop your career here well, I'm glad you picked that up because one of the things that we've recognised is there's a very strong entrepreneurial spirit within the district yeah. and we're seeing a lot of uh, new businesses come forward, actually partly assisted by the council itself with a small business grant scheme which we've introduced and which has become very popular where we're offering just small amounts of money to get people on the right track in terms of taking their businesses forward and that's uh, proving very popular and that's something which we uh, we want to roll out uh, going forward. It's going to go from strength to strength, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Ian, Doug, Craig, um, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, Litchfield, I think the message is it's a great place to do business. And if you don't know that already, then, you know, get on the get on the train, get over here and let's get all together for a, a good Greg's vegan <laughs> bake uh, luncheon from the sounds of it, Doug. Excellent. Great. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the Chamber podcast. For more episodes, you can find us on a host of podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer and Google Podcasts, as well as the latest news section of www.greaterbirminghamchambers.com. Listener.